I have the script. Let's go. All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Oh, my God. They were teammates. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's episode 22. I don't know about you, but I'm but feeling, I'm feeling 22. 22. Thank you. I did that at karaoke on Friday, so I feel extra. Known that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were on a pod with two Swifties. Like, what are you going to do? I used to be a Swiftie. Not so much anymore. You could be an honorary it's really Swiftie, the so. hockey takes that you are... I I saw the Flames Twitter last night. Uh, uh, it was Flames Canes, and Tyler Toffoli scored, and his nickname is Teapot, because he always does a little teapot pose. And they literally, like, when he scored, did that. Uh, Tyler Toffoli is great at teapot time. Everybody agrees. And it's like, ah, that's an anti-hero lyric. Uh, that's the Taylor Swift lyric. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I do love it. I do love a teapot. Not gonna lie. I miss him in Montreal. But yeah, after our, our brief uh, catch up on the latest Taylor Swift goss, um, we'll actually talk some hockey. Um a lot happened in the past two weeks. Um, I was compiling the script and I was like, how is the Hank Green situation? How, how did that happen in the last two weeks? I know. It feels like I feel like we ago. should just start there because like, I f- fuck chronological anything. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's the biggest topic of the, uh, what the, the uh, weirdest the webs topic. were a buzz. I have like yeah, yeah, five links for this. Yeah, no, because I remember showing it to you guys, like, this is not a crossover I expected. Yeah. No, and I think I, like, woke up to it, because I think it started, like, late that that first night. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did, yeah. somehow missed it or have been living under a rock i don't know um so hank green uh of uh the vlog brothers of uh crash course scishow a whole bunch of educational youtube channels brother of john green uh i was gonna say like john green is a novelist but hank green is now also a novelist so it's yeah um internet famous um decided when he was a little drunk apparently uh, to uh, start talking about basically, well, just about people being assholes. That's how it started. Yeah, I think my so. my entire brand is 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 not my entire brand is is based on not being an asshole. And then a, a since deleted tweet that I somehow saved the link for and put it in the file like it was going to do anything was basically <laughs> except for you, Matthew Kachuk. Fuck you, yeah. oh, Maddie Kachuk, even Maddie Kachuk, because that's that's even better. Um, and uh, hockey Twitter exploded. Yep. Yeah. Anyone I just... want to weigh in there? <laughs> I'm trying to pull him. Back Sorry, up I was distracted by McGee jumping down onto the floor. Puff has an animal companion <laughs> for this episode. Well, Puff always has an animal companion, but he is uh trying to make his presence known today. Oh, this is the pet pod. Both yeah. of mine are in bed with me. So. Uh, but no, so he was on the I couch, do love. He just left. 
that hate green did delete the tweet about matthew kachuk i love it too but then quote tweeted a screenshot of it so still acknowledged that it exists and this was like the next morning yeah and said i'd like to apologize to matthew kachuk for my harsh words but unfortunately i can't should have been a 10 game suspension so he seemed a little worked up eventually it was about the jonathan quick thing right yeah it was about the latest thing on jonathan quick yeah where uh i believe uh uh chucky got two game suspension for that yeah 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 somebody asked him about goalie interference yeah, everyone started asking him hockey questions. Like, that's how it continued. Because, like, it got from everyone was like, oh, Hank Green is hockey opinions. Let's find out. And honestly, like, I mostly picked out some of the most hilarious ones because there were so many in our, our uh, episode thread. But honestly, the uh, goalie interference ones was one of my favorite. Because it's simply when the refs decide it's goalie interference. And he's right. He's so that right. That is the definition of goalie good. interference. I also like the Sarah Sivian and invited him onto her podcast with a few other uh, yeah. lady hockey personalities, uh, which Ugh. is Too Much Man. Or, no, wait, I think that's just their Twitter handle. What is their actual Too Many podcast? Men. Too Many Men. Um, and uh, he didn't reply. I think he thought it was a joke. But then they actually discussed him on the podcast. Yeah. And he was like... Oh, like it was just it was just an offhand comment. Like I didn't mean for this to get all the way up like yeah. this and I wasn't completely sober when I said it. Yeah. And then the actual NHL account was like, Welcome to hockey Twitter, Hank Green. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he was, was like, like, Thanks, and offside review. Yeah. <laughs> Which again he is not He's wrong. Right. I and I think I saw a tweet from him, like somebody asked him about like his history with hockey and he used to play hockey. As like a mm-hmm. kid or something. I feel like I saw something about that. I think he did say that, yes. And I think he said he used to be a Kings fan, but he's not anymore or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. It was very strange. I never expected to see any of that. I don't no, think crossover. I was mostly also just like joking about like he has opinions on offside review. I'm like, hey, Matthew Barzell has a list we can add you to. <laughs> Team I also um really enjoyed where he was like oh hockey twitter is so fun everybody's just like and then he had like a bunch of heart emojis and he was like leon and then more heart emojis and uh, I mean, then then the yeah. oilers twitter posted a picture of leon dreisaitl i know i'm pronouncing that wrong sorry iris um where it was like with the same like emojis and capitalization and he liked that by the way you can see he like hank green's likes the like leon hearts tweet he also Excellent. liked uh Matthew Kachuk making like some goal milestone or something, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Everybody was like redemption arc. Yeah. <laughs> As a certified um Matthew Kachuk defense squad member, yeah. Redemption arc. I hope that Hank Green sticks around in hockey Twitter. Me I think too, though. he is a fun addition and I don't know. I think he could bring a different, like, I don't know, nerdy side to yeah the hockey yeah if, if we're getting if we're if we're getting hank green on twitter we should get ryan reynolds fully on on hockey twitter because he, he's, yes. he is still talking about it like he did an interview with like him and will ferrell and octavia spencer off the top of my head and they were like oh yeah no we're in a separate consortium working against him to buy the ottawa senators i'm like oh, oh my god it's a joke but it, like the fact that they're talking about this that and uh, to go back to the Taylor Swift uh, thing real briefly, I don't know who made the joke about Taylor Swift 
being right and Reynolds is sugar mommy because um she's friends with his wife like Taylor Swift oh, yeah. helping him buy the Ottawa Senators and then we spiraled into a whole discussion about how Shane Pinto would make a great uh you know music video love interest well that would be funny if they if she did buy the Ottawa Senators because then I think she would have to show up to games in the Kings arena when the Ottawa Senators play there because uh, there used to be a Taylor Swift banner there because she'd had so many concerts or something, but then the Kings lost a bunch yeah. of games. And they were convinced it was cursed. Then they had it taken down. The f- like the fans like made them take it down. You know where else she would have to show up though is to Blackhawks games. Yeah. So that she could distract Patrick Kane. <laughs> yeah. That has to be one of my favorite, like older stories. I love that one. I think she met Jeff Skinner too, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, 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 she, yeah, did. she did. There's a picture of him with, with like a jersey handing it to her or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Back when she has was a lot of hockey games. connections. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was back when she was like, uh, that was a while back. Yeah, back when Jeff yeah. Skinner was on the gains, so. Yeah, yeah. A while back. Uh, 2013. This is this is our pitch for Taylor Swift buying the Ottawa Senators. This entire episode, I'm kidding. <laughs> if there's a Taylor Swift hockey crossover, like I will never leave this hockey fandom. Like you'll have to pry it out of my dead hands. Yeah. We are here for it. Thank you. Would you become a Sens fan, Jess? I know Iris is pretty much already Ooh. there. Oh, I'm there. Probably not. <laughs> Jess has adopted too many children already. It's fine. It's it's a lot. Speaking of one of the children that Jess has adopted, Kirby Doc. <laughs> Let, let's get into some actual content. Sorry, uh, Kirby Doc faced the Hawks for the first time since the trade. I think it went pretty well for him. It was in Chicago too, right? Um, I'm not sure. I'm gonna look it up while you guys I'm talk about. Pretty sure it was like in Chicago. Sure. I'm 90% sure because I remember that Kirby Dodge scored and then he gave them this, like, like he, like, cupped his hand to yeah. his ear, like, to listen, like... Yeah. yeah. He did the Patrick Kane... Like, that's... Patrick Kane has done that one. Yeah. That, um... Yeah, like, it was a very, like... Yeah, no, it was a, it was a home game for Chicago. Yeah. Did they boo him? I didn't watch. No, they I might have. So. I didn't think they would have, so I was like, why did he do that? Like, because he's not <laughs> upset at the crowd, but I guess he's just taunting them. Yeah. Yeah. There was a really cute moment from the beginning of the game um, during warm-ups where Jonathan Taves like skated up to him at center ice and they had oh. a little like catch-up moment. Yeah. It was very cute. I mean, I mean, Taves was definitely like his mentor when they oh, were absolutely. on the Hawks together, like face-up training and everything. That's his hockey dad. Yeah, that was hockey dad. But I don't know, like, I, I don't think that trade entirely made sense. I mean, the Debrinket one, I could still like, I because they got a great haul for him. And that made sense because he went to the Sens joke. Anyway, um, but the Kirby Doc one was a kind of a bit of a huh moment for me. Yeah. I mean, we could do a whole episode about whatever the Hawks are doing. Yeah. I don't get the Hall joke. Hmm? You were saying like, cause, which makes sense because he went to the Sens. Huh, I, I don't get it. That's where, it's stupid wordplay. Sorry. I don't get sense, it. Sense, sense, and sense. It's basically almost the same oh, word. Oh, okay, like sending. Oh, okay, sorry. I did not get it. I was like, what? <laughs> We're a little slow today, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Kirby Doc was not slow, scoring the shootout winner against his old team and uh, calling it strictly business on Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, not slow to like post it to his Instagram either. I love it. And talking to other former Hawks player Adam Boakvist about it too. Because that, that was the one he replied that to, his former mm. teammate. Ooh. Yeah. I saw Kirby in person, um, like on the ice, he was playing last week uh, in Columbus. And uh, he's big. He's a oh, big yeah. guy. He's like and I like knew that he was big, but seeing him in person, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is Kirby he, has, like, baby, he has baby energy, but he's huge. Mm hmm baby energy with his weirdly like french looking facial hair right now yes i mean i'm obsessed montreal (laughs) he's doing his best to fit in which is really funny because he's from fort saskatchewan which is just outside of edmonton i'm sorry i know where that is Mm. (laughs) ah puff not just yeah anyway he's Hmm. a burda boy our french is not good no (laughs) no um insert joke about gary's batman's friends being worse fair enough we're gonna have to start a, a ticker for that for the podcast too how many times we bring up gary batman's bad french i mean deserved so um speaking of um french well mostly that i want to make a french uh, joke about this jacques <laughs> that's not where i thought you were going <laughs> No, I know it's it's terrible. I don't think um, we like we like to call Jack Hughes Jacques, and it's I think funny. A lot of people do. Yeah, but we we I had to explain my joke because that's how bad it was. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> I had to explain it. Um, Jack Hughes scored a hat trick last night. His very first. I'm shocked to hear that. I didn't realize it was his first. Oh no, I. Like, I wasn't that surprised, but mostly, like, because I knew he signed that big contract, like, I think the year before it, he wasn't actually an RFA, he signed it, like, a year early, I think, and everyone was complaining about, like, how much money it was, and he wasn't even that good yet, and he wasn't, like, he was maybe a 50-point player, blah, 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 and I was like, that's a bit tuned to say that, and then he got injured or something one year and then last year he just popped the fuck off yeah. well i mean he was injured almost all last season oh that was last that was season. last season no he was really good mm-hmm. but then he got injured yeah yeah he started off like really good last season and yeah. then um it was around this time that he oh, hurt that shoulder? His shoulder yeah and then and we were the like Kraken. oh my god is he gonna miss the olympics back when we thought they were oh yeah back go. when we thought that was still gonna happen yeah yeah. Well, and I think I had we just gotten tickets had to see. All. I had just gotten tickets to see the Devils in Columbus, and then he oh, got yeah. hurt, and I was like, "Uh, he's uh, like the main reason I want to go to this game." Are you he cursed? Was back by then, but then. Yeah, just I'm pretty sure I am cursed. <laughs> I, like you curse the Sens. No, I'm kidding. You no, curse everyone. You, curse Blue is, Jackets, you don't want me. You don't want me to like the Sens because no, no, I'm pretty sure you curse the Jackets because you're like, oh, I'm gonna go to a game and I'm gonna see this guy, and then like all of them got injured. It was like fucking yeah. bowling pins. Well, did and we? Then just I cracked the joke I... about like everyone's out except for the goalies, and then Merzlikins got injured, and it was just like Jess. <laughs> well, and did I? I don't remember if we talked about this last episode or not, but like I have bought, purchased two new jerseys for this season. Jamie Drysdale and Nick Blankenberg. Oh my god! <laughs> you did not tell us that. Yeah. Those are the only new jerseys that I have purchased, and they have both been injured. 
She is what, currently did, did wearing a Nick Blankenberg you know? t-shirt, by the way. Like, yes, I am. Yeah, as did, we are recording this. Didn't you win a jer- like a a shirt or a jersey from the Ducks? Yeah, when I, I was. Oh yeah. Speaking winner. of things we talked about uh, last time, uh, Jess talked about that Dia de los Muertos uh, puck. She uh, tried to win, or <laughs> no, it wasn't so even. I'm you like... bought a puck. You bought, a, bought puck. a puck. Yeah, but you didn't so know excited for this puck. And I was puck. Like, Man, that was what it was. The design on them, their Dia de los Muertos design was so cool. And I was so excited to add like the puck with that design to my, I have a whole little like puck display. And I was like, oh, it's going to look so cool up there. It'll be signed by one of the players. Don't even care who it's signed by. And the day that it gets here, it gets dropped off by FedEx. And every time I've bought these pucks in the past, they've come UPS. And I was like, well, that's weird. And it's in a big box. Like, that's big and for a puck. I like pick it up because the UPS or the FedEx guy leaves it on my patio. So I go, I go and grab it and I like give it a little shake because I'm a child and I have to shake any present or package that you hand me. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, this, this has something soft in it. Like this is a full box and there is something soft. And yeah, when you buy the um signed mystery pucks from the ducks charities you either get the mystery puck itself or you get a special orange winter puck and if you get that you also get a signed jersey so i now have a adam henrique signed puck and jersey hopefully he won't get injured because he didn't buy it okay so here's the thing his name and number is not on the jersey it's just like a blank ducks jersey oh so I okay think we're good yeah. So, yeah i think he's safe i don't think that counts i'm just trying to remember the last time we talked about adam henrique on this pod was it the pads of love yeah, i'm pretty sure it was the pads excellent <laughs> do you have pads of love to go with your jersey <laughs> i don't sad but i like him um so yeah. i was excited Still bummed that I didn't get the the Dia de los Muertos puck, but yeah, oh well, I'll survive with my signed jersey. I'll survive with my signed jersey. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It was funny when probably... it came. It was on. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sure you could sell it for money to buy a Dia de los Muertos jersey <laughs> puck if you really wanted to. Sorry, I cannot speak. <laughs> I cannot speak. Just period. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought about going specific, but you know what? No, in general, I struggle with it. But yeah, when it got here, so I was working because um, I work from home. So I was working and it was like a Friday afternoon and I was like, I don't want to open this alone. Like I knew there was something fun in the box. So I called my best friend because she also works for the same place on Teams and did like a video call with her while we were working and like unboxed the thing and unboxing <laughs> video i didn't want to do it alone it was too special i love that though so yeah it was very exciting i never win anything like that like for as much charity and like raffle type things that i do I never actually win so it was it was fun this is excited. karma making up for all the uh, accidental cursing of the players i think Sorry about so. that. Here's a signed jersey. Promise not to curse <laughs> this one. Oh, um, well, Robert Luongo is going into the Hockey Hall of Fame, right? 
and at the <laughs> yeah and at the Europe. game where they were they were honoring him the canucks had like all these little like tiny goalie sticks with like a, a bunch of his face over it and all these other yeah. pictures and i'm like i want one so bad but i don't want to like buy one and i don't i obviously could not go to vancouver yeah <laughs> they had they had i think they had something in in florida as well for him oh, oh maybe really? no florida. i think it was in florida sorry yeah. i'm Bad Vancouver because in my head I associate him with the Canucks, but you're yeah. right, it was in Florida. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Panthers game for for some reason. I don't know for some reason. I mean, for some reason. But uh, honestly, my favorite Roberto Luongo moment was the um. Actually, um, if we're gonna play this game, I'm gonna play forward. <laughs> that was good. That very Eddie last Sally. He scores and he sallies. It was amazing. Oh. That's so good. Yeah, that was in the like Hockey Hall of Fame like alumni game or something. Yeah, it was the alumni game. Yeah, I love that. I love that he's That's going so in cool. for being a goalie and he's like, I'm gonna play forward. Yeah, which makes some it sense. Looks like he's having such a good time too. I know. It was so funny because um I was watching I think the Panthers game where they honored him as well and like they did a little had had recorded like little interviews with all these uh, Panthers players like talking about how great he was and what they liked most about him or like favorite memories about him. And mm-hmm. everyone's just like, Oh, this one save he made this one game, this one thing, Matthew Kachuk, his Twitter account. I was like, he is right. He is yeah. so valid. <laughs> I was never around for like active player Luongo. So the Twitter is just, Oh, he was, he was great. He just has such like a dry self-depreciating sense of humor. I like, really enjoy him. The first time I heard about his Twitter account was in uh, Steve Dangle's David Ayers video mm. um, where they were talking about David Ayers getting a win in uh, in, in Toronto for the Canes. And like uh, Luongo tweeted at him like still one more win than I ever got in Toronto. And it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is an actual goaltender who said that about himself on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. used to do stuff like that all the time. What's funny yeah. is that his Twitter, you didn't originally know it was Robert Luongo. He was just going around tweeting at people. Yeah. And everybody oh, really? was like, who's this guy? Yeah. No, like, it wasn't until later on that people found out that Strombone was Robert Luongo. That's why his Twitter handle does not seem associated with his name yeah. at all. It's because it was, like, purely random. And he wasn't saying that was him at first. Because yeah. this was kind of like before players had social media. Like yeah. they, some of them did, but it wasn't like a thing yet. Yeah. Because you it was very a, much. You didn't have a professional social media. Like, yeah. All these like guys was... with like, hey, support my team and blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. It was very much like. Uh, it was when uh, Eric Carlson had Tumblr. I'm pretty sure. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. But it was sort of like a not considered a, like very. Like, you know, this was, they're getting better about letting players show personality, but, like, that was when it was, like, not good. So, then, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, he had a burner Twitter before it was even cool to have burner social media accounts. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody was shocked when it came out that that was Robert Luongo. And, yeah. It was pretty funny, actually. (laughs) I love him. I love it. I love how easily sidetracked we are today, but we do have a ton of, like content we put on the script so i don't even know where to go from here but um maybe maybe some more goalie content because this was one of my favorite pictures of the past couple of weeks when goalies act as a net front screen i loved that that was so i funny. don't know 
please please look at this link um it's funny because like one of the goalies isn't even on the kraken anymore this is a kraken picture um so it's uh philip grubawa um who is healthy again finally excellent uh being screened by six foot six magnus helberg it looks like a child grubar looks like he's five feet tall in that picture like that is a youth hockey player I don't even know if that qualifies as a screen at that point. It's like something beyond a screen. It's just a wall. Yeah. I didn't realize that Helberg was that big. Oh, he's big. Helberg is gigantic and delightful. He's the one who keeps getting like wavered all over the place, right? Yeah. Isn't that the one? Yeah. Uh, Seattle put him on waivers. He got claimed by Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa put him on waivers. Seattle claimed him back. Seattle put him on waivers. His future prospects? (laughs) That's what I feel like. Yeah. no future considerations involved no no I'm... but the picture was hilarious and i just felt like we had to share it with you guys it really i mean it looks like they pulled somebody from the youth team and yeah. like snuck them in there yeah honestly we have like what i what i said to jess earlier is like our script is so all over the place like there's no obvious like oh this is from the same team kind of thing no it's just all over the place the first thing in our thread, like the very first thing we had on the list to, to discuss was who wore it best. Uh, and it was about the Bruins versus Canucks game where the Bruins were uh, debuting their uh, reverse retros. They're white. The Canucks were in their road whites. They made the Canucks change. No, well, they made I the, Bruins the Bruins change. I thought, oh, I thought the Canucks changed. No. No, because I didn't catch warm-ups of this game. I caught, like, when the game actually started, and the yeah. Bruins were in their black jerseys. And oh. I think Puff had shared the tweet about them, like, being both yeah. in white jerseys, and I was like, oh, well, they definitely made them change then. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that sometimes if they want to wear, like, an alternate jersey, they'll request yeah. that the away team uh, bring their other jerseys because they yeah. normally don't pack them. So like oh yeah they, they probably didn't pack the anything yeah. else than the, yeah, yeah so like they couldn't have made the Canucks change if yeah. they didn't have their home jerseys with them yeah they probably tried but they're like yeah sorry these are this is all we have yeah it happened at a Comets game one time a couple of years ago where it was like Wizard Night and we had on these maroon like Harry Potter themed jerseys and we played Cincinnati and they showed up with their red jerseys and they started the game like this they played a whole period in very similar colored jerseys and then the second period started and the comets came back out in like one of their regular ones and everyone was like oh thank god we like we could tell because we were pretty close but anybody sitting further back could not tell the teams apart it was awful and like it's funny, you would kind of expect that to happen at the lower, like, ECHL level. I feel like you don't expect that at the NHL at the, level. Yeah. No. You, you think would the think the NHL has their shit it. together. And yet. But apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't remember that happening before, so. Yeah. It's very funny, though, yes. Yeah. But, you know, uh, since we're we're on the Bruins... Um, this was actually, there There was a little heartwarming Bruins moment, and um, 
for once it wasn't about the goaltenders because that's the usual like hey guys there's something about the ruins we want to talk about it's about the goalies now this time it was about a uh, class act himself uh, patrice bergeron uh well well um he actually oh this is we, we have multiple patrice bergeron things uh today actually uh, this is this. We're gonna start with some heartwarming uh, stuff because uh, this was during the hockey fights cancer game, I think, against the Buffalo Sabers. Um, Patrice Bergeron was facing off against uh, Tage Thompson, who uh, you it know was definitely hockey fights cancer, right? I remember that, yeah. and there is a link that says it's from Buffalo News, so it's definitely yeah. the Sabers. Yeah, mm. no, I because I, I knew it was about Tage Thompson because yeah, uh, Tage Thompson's wife. Uh, had been diagnosed with cancer in the past she's now cancer free they have a beautiful baby uh, and it's they're, they're doing well but it had been a rough time because i think tage at the time was like um back and forth between the nhl and the ahl or Aww. just not like he wasn't he wasn't at the level where he is now where he's like what pretty much the best player on that team superstar <laughs> a superstar so like and patrice bergeron apparently like across center ice was like hey how's your wife like how's everything this is a hockey fights cancer night i know you've dealt with this personally and he checked in on on tage thompson's wife which was very lovely and classy and just yeah i thought it was, was like a really sweet piece of content surprising that he know knew that because yeah as far as i know like bergeron and tage thompson don't have any other connection I think it's Tage Thompson's dad that was the connection. Is um, it? Bergeron played with Tage Thompson's dad during the lockout. I think there was some kind of connection that. there. Something like that. So there is, like, but they don't really know each other as well, but they're, like, yeah, distantly connected. But it was still a very kind gesture, and I just thought it was something... He Nice to mention on the pod. Yeah, the article says back in 2004 to 2005, Bergeron, now 37, was a 19-year-old teammate of Thompson's father, Brent, with the Providence Bruins during the NHL lockout. Okay, that makes more sense. Remembered it. Love this. Bergeron (laughs) was a frequent visitor to the family's home and even played street street hockey with seven-year-old Tage and his younger brother, Tice. But But like, being like, okay, so the kid you used to play street hockey with is (laughs) now an NHL (laughs) <laughs> I'm now a star NHL player. Got a yeah. kid, wife and This kid. must be what TJ Oshie feels like. like all <laughs> or Nicholas Backstrom. Or Backstrom with Willie Nylander, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, man, I should assemble a list sometime of, like, NHL yeah. babysitters. Yes, do it. Off-season content. Write it mm-hmm. down. But, um... If we're, Which if means we're it'll never t- happen. Sorry, guys. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, we, we do this every time. But uh, yeah. since, since we're on the topic of Patrice Bergeron, um, I thought we might discuss Mount Bruin. I've called it I Mount Bruin you because I'm this person. Um, it's, it's, it's in the... Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so Patrice Bergeron got his thousandth point as a Bruin, as only the fourth uh, player on the Bruins to ever reach that milestone. And on social media, the Bruins posted this, like, art graphic that is basically Mount Rushmore except with Bruins who've reached a thousand points so I've decided to call it Mount Bruin I hate it thank you yeah <laughs> it's like it's something yeah the the, the art piece itself is, is something that's for sure his 1000 paint came on 
a Brad Marchand goal. And I could not think of a better way for him to get that. That is very fitting. Yeah. Speaking of thousand and and milestones, um, Phil Malkin. Oh, I thought you were going to say Phil Kessel. No, I was going to go Gino Malkin's thousandth game. That also works. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going going a slightly more hilarious route because on the day, this, this happened in Chicago, uh, on the day of the Jersey retirement ceremony for Marion Hosa, mm-hmm. Gino Malkin played his thousandth game. And um, I, I, we might have talked about the Crosby uh, game where everyone was like copying his warm ups. Well, they did it again. And like, we're, we're all these like journalists and people are coming in for the Jersey retirement of Marion Hosa. You see like the entire Penguins team on their backs with their legs in the air. It's like, it was hello, Marion Hosa. Welcome back to Chicago. Here's 23 penguins with their legs in the air. They look like a bunch of roly-polies stuck on their it's back. It's so fucking yeah. I was dying. Every I think Steph and I were going back and forth sending like different angles and different yeah like, i've seen were, like five moments. there were five angles of this and like i don't know it, it was, was so, so funny. funny um and then apparently crosby was the one who set that up and he, he set it up and he was talking to all the penguins on the plane and he knew that gino wouldn't notice because gino gets so consumed with winning cards <laughs> oh somehow that doesn't surprise me that man yeah. is such a character yeah, and then in the next game, when it was his, uh, it was a Penguins home game. Yeah. Uh, all of the Penguins for warmups wore Evgeny Malkin jerseys. Nice. I like it when they do that. Yeah, which yeah. I know they did for Sidney Crosby as well for his one hundred one thousandth. Yeah. yeah, they a lot of stuff like that when when someone plays a thousandth game. There was also a really uh, just linked this uh, Gina Malkin legacy article. I was, uh, I think there was, there were some really funny anecdotes in there about how he uh, started out calling uh, Tristan Jari just goalie, not his name. Hey, goalie. Hey, goalie. Hey, goalie. That, that was my favorite part of that whole yeah. article. Like, it, it's very that. good. There's some very fun stories in there, but just, yeah, just that part was so just, good. Just, you know, if you have time, if, it, it, it's a very funny article. Like, I personally cannot believe it's been a thousand games. Like hearing about how he got to the NHL is just still such a mind. It's one of those things where you like read about and you're like, this sounds like Mm -hmm. a movie. This can't be real. Yeah. No, it does. It sounds fake. You're like, no way. (laughs) No way. But it's real. It happened. Puff, we can do the other uh, thousandth game milestone. Yeah, so, um, well, we already talked about Phil Kessel's 1,000, like, Iron Man streak last episode. Um, I don't know if we mentioned that he came up to his thousandth game. I don't know if it happened at that point. But uh, he now has played his thousandth consecutive game, which is obviously a record because he already had the Iron Man record. And uh, so they got him this special... Is it a jacket? I think it's a jacket. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Um, hold on, let me pull up the link. I'm sorry. I should have done this ahead of time. I, 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 like, in the script, uh, I call it like drip. because it's, Yes, it is it's... a jacket. It's Phil the Thrill, and then um, it has all these like 1,000s on it. It's so, so cool. out there. It's so, it's so much. 
but it's Vegas and it's filled with thrill. So what more could you possibly want? And it seems like his teammates gifted it to him because it says the boys yeah. gifted Phil Kessel. Yeah. So that's nice. And, and like, it's, it's so cool because honestly, these boys have been his teammates for maybe 20 games. Yeah, exactly. Like he that's... just, he just got there. He's not celebrating this milestone with people he's been on a team with for years. No, he's celebrating this milestone with people he's known for on his team for three months. Yeah, doesn't Steve Dangle do those like uh, trade charts where it's like trade trees? Can... Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, I think he did one of Phil Kessel, and it's just fascinating because like yeah. he's he's been all over the place. Bruins, Leafs, Penguins, Coyotes, and now Vegas. I think. Yeah, I feel like we're missing one, but maybe I'm wrong. Was he in Florida at all? N- no. 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 I don't know why I was thinking he Hold was. On. Now I want to know. Maybe I'm not missing one. I don't know. I feel like he went back to somewhere he'd been before at one point. Like, I feel like he went Coyotes and then somewhere else and then back to the Coyotes. But maybe I'm wrong. Boston, Leafs, Pittsburgh, Coyotes, Vegas. No, I was right. Hmm. He was with Boston okay, I was wrong. between 2006 and 2009. Uh, Toronto from 2009 to 2015. And then 2015 to 2019, he was with Pittsburgh. And then 2019 to 20 uh, to this past year, he was with Arizona for three seasons. I couldn't re- believe it was that long. And now he's oh, been wow. with Vegas. Okay, my mistake. Honestly, like it 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 made sense because it feels like he's been everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, but he seems happy in Vegas, and and the boys love him, so that's good. I'll let Mickey out one second. Our uh, animal companion uh, needs needs some attention. So uh, um, Puff is going to handle that real quick while Jess and I discuss a Flyers highlight for once. Is this about Owen Trippett? Owen Trippett? You're going to call him Owen Trippett? I'm going to call him Owen Trippett from now on. I mean, I love it, but that's that's not <laughs> a highlight I was... Um... No, I was just talking about that video that I took of him um, yeah. uh, in Columbus when I was on the tunnel and he's coming back. Yeah, into the tunnel after warm-ups and he like trips coming in and commits to the bit and acts like he's like falling forever <laughs> he's just now Owen Trippett I love it I love Owen Trippett scored a really cool goal face-off goal a face-off goal like this is obviously some kind of like set play or some kind of I don't know, but it's so cool to me that you could just like write off like it's it's not even like write off the face off, play it back and score. No, just Yeah, face no, that's off what score. I was expecting it to be, yeah. but I'm watching the replay and I'm like, no, he literally scored off of the face off. Yeah. That's what you call unassisted. Woo. I don't even know that it's like a set thing. I think he just winged it, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> I don't I, I I'm not sure if he knew he could do that. <laughs> no, I mean like I didn't realize it was like a legal move. Oh yeah. <laughs> He has quickly become one of my favorite flyers this season, probably just because all of the other ones are never around anymore. Um, But I really like him a lot. He has a lot of personality and a lot of really fun skill. He's very ginger, so it just makes sense. He is so ginger. I like him. Yeah, it was a really nice goal. They've had a lot of really not nice moments. So it was... Uh, Yeah, like John Tortorella, like, oh... We suck, or like, what, yeah. what was it like? Yeah, we suck. We, no, oh, yeah. It, they asked. I thought it was something asked about him. like we need to forecheck or something. 
he started off saying we suck like they asked him oh like God. how how did you, how do you think your team did this past period it was like we suck and then he elaborated like we need to forecheck blah 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 but he started off with yeah. we suck and i was just like i mean i'm not surprised and he is not wrong but yeah you just don't expect it that was also from the game where he was kicked in the face before by one of his horses oh yeah yeah because <laughs> it was in columbus He's, um, I haven't been following the Flyers super close the last couple weeks. No, um, I did see a couple of tweets from, I think, last night's game, though, and he is, he is refusing to answer questions, like, about specific players or groups of players, and it is not going over well with the beat writers in Philly. I think they are all very frustrated with him right now. That's not really a new thing for him, so. No, but uh, they're getting it for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, speaking of people who are frustrated, I added this very last minute. I just thought that the uh, video attached to this, this tweet is very funny. Uh, it's I called it Petty Kill Makar. Um, so uh, during, I think, the game against the Canucks, but I'm not sure, one of the games the Avs lost recently, um, Kilmacar was called for an interference penalty while they were on the power play because the ref said he stuck his ass out and interfered with a player. And Kill was like, I was just, I was like, it wasn't quite an, I was over on the bench thing, but like, I, I was just like, I was there on the ice. I'm standing there. I wasn't moving. I was just literally waiting at the line. Like, how is this interference? So on the next game against the stars, the abs are on the power play. You can just you can just literally see Kale McCarr at the blue line with his hands in the air, like, look, mom, no hands. Oh. Okay, so I didn't see the first clip that you were talking about. So I didn't understand yeah. what was happening in this Me. clip from yeah. the stars game. I get it now. Yeah, that was like people are like, why is this so funny? I'm like, it's funny because like the, the entire Avs team was so pissed at that bogus penalty, and now he's just like, "Look, Ma, no hands." I it does remind me a little bit of uh, Tim Stutzel, who is uh, going through it every time there is a penalty. <laughs> Literally, yeah. He is such a drama queen. I love, I so love it. Like he's like fully aware he deserves that penalty. He's like the indignity of it all. <laughs> yeah, no one has suffered the way I suffer now. Yeah, definitely. Um, are these the Avalanche's reverse retro jerseys? Do you know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's not it's not Nordiques this year. It's not Nordiques this year. It's um the Rockies. Yeah, it's got a giant red C on the front. So yeah. I think that they need to wear them the next time they play Calgary. We oh. can have two giant <laughs> red yes. C's. Except the the Avs jerseys are white, so with yeah. very colorful details. They're not very nice on the ice. I don't. To look I don't at, love in my opinion as much as I did the last reverse retro. Not gonna lie. No, they're kind of weird looking. But not but it, it was just it was just a very funny moment in the game for me. And I, you you talking about uh, Timmy Stutzla puff made me think of the um, Brady Kachuk Ryan Strom fight that had me oh, that was on the floor. Like I know this is not in the thread, but like this is like um, Ryan Strom hits. Uh, uh, Ottawa Senators legend shut up he's only played 20 games it doesn't matter Jake Sanderson from behind and like he turns around and like sees Brady Kachuk coming at him and you could see him just going like oh fuck I have to do this yeah like, yeah. Just, 
That was the look of a man who realized he has fucked up. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't know there'd be consequences for my (laughs) actions. How was I supposed to know? And he is so outclassed, like, in, like, size. Like, that's the whole new weight class. You think Brady let him get the first hit in as, like... Yeah, and then Brady was like, I'm gonna finish this now. (laughs) No, no, but I mean, like, do you think Brady let him hit him once? And he was like... Like, as a gesture. That's that's all you get. You you get one try. Yeah. Speaking of, hold on, I'm I'm going I'm going through something. Speaking of fights that have me on the floor, Josh Manson versus Jamie Ben. I didn't see it. My favorite part was um the accidental joke. Um because I was watching the Avs feed and you get um a Mark Mosier going down goes Jamie Ben and that doesn't happen too often. <laughs> That was was on the actual feed? That was on the actual feed. And I know he meant, like, he doesn't get, like, thrown to the ice. Yeah, like, he doesn't get beaten in a fight often. often. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, did I not take it in that. (laughs) Nor did any of hockey Twitter. No, hockey Twitter was abuzz with Bunchboxgate all over again. He's never gonna live that down. And I love that. Yeah, he can never live it down. He will never go down. Where do we even go from there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, see these noises. <laughs> how do you, how do you? Yeah, I would say how do you top that? But then we'll just go back, right back into like giggly. <laughs> yeah. So, you so how top about goalie connection? Yeah, this is actually, this is actually like something. For, and now for something completely different. <laughs> Um, so, um, when the Panthers and the Blue Jackets, uh, played each other and, and Tarasov was possessed by George Vesna himself and made like 40, 48 <laughs> saves or something. It was ridiculous. Wild. Um, he was up against, uh, Bobrovsky, the uh, Florida starting goaltender. Sometimes the, the, there's, I, I feel like there's a little bit of a goalie controversy there, but, mm-hmm. um, but the thing is that they're actually from the same town in Russia. Okay, Novokuznetsk. Yeah, no- I was like, Novo do you want Kuznetsk. me to try? Kuznetsk. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Novokuznetsk. No, hold on. Novokuznetsk. Yeah. That's, that's, that was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. That looked worse. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 the, yeah, it's the letters at the end where you're like, wait, it's... I didn't... Is but, this something you guys put in the thread because you just wanted me to pronounce it? Well, that beca- and no. because I thought it was really cute because apparently Bobrovsky's idol was Daniil Tarasov's dad. And like they've been following each other's careers and they're from the same town. And like goalies facing off when they're from the same town, is, it's just a really cool story for me. Yeah, I do love that. They all had a little like Russian meetup after the game too. So there was Bobrovsky and Tarasov and Chinikov. And is there another Russian on the Panthers? Mm. There were like one or two other guys, but they were all like down in the hallway mingling after the game. There was actually a lot of mingling between both teams because uh, there weren't any videos of, well, there were videos of the Russians, but there weren't any videos of Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau. I was like, Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Hockey had to have been. Isn't Barkov Russian? Barkov is not Russian. Oh, no. Oh, I always get confused Markov because his is, name is sounds Russian, fin- but it's not. He's Finnish. Not Markov is Finnish. He's Finnish. Mm-hmm. That yeah. always fucks with me. No, but I think he has like one Russian parent and one Finnish parent or something. 
No, I believe his family moved to Finland and then he yeah, was Yeah, or that. There, like for, okay, for I'm going to see if there are actual remember. Russians on the team, though. But I'm looking apparently, at the roster. Really also played with one of the kids of one of the Blue Jackets players. I think it might have been Goodbranson's kid. I'm not yeah, Ben Goodbranson sure, was on, but... the, on the Flames too last year. So, so yeah, there was a whole lot of media. There was so much crossover. I kind of love it where you're like, remember that like some of these guys are friends and teammates. Yeah, no, I know um, Matthew Kachuk was saying that when uh, the Flames came to play in Florida, a bunch of the guys came and had dinner at his house. Yeah. Aww. I love that. But but speaking of uh, uh, Blue Jackets friendships, uh, Jess had a really nice uh, story about Kent Johnson and Jake Christensen. Yeah. So Kent Johnson, who is leading or tied for leading rookie goals in the whole league um there was a really cute feature on him and jake christensen who just made his season debut nhl debut i'm not quite sure um i think last week but um they have been friends for a long time so it's very nice of them to be like brought into the same team during Kent's draft uh Jake even like drove 250 miles back to Vancouver for Kent's draft party um Mm. because if Kent was going to become a blue jacket he wanted to be there because he was drafted before that um so it's very cute that he's got another friend and I had no idea before this came out I was not aware that you know, they were friends or anything beyond teammates before that, so. Oh my god, there were narratives. (laughs) And I think I had commented somewhere um, that I just want to know how Connor Bedard fits into this little friendship, because we know that Kent and Connor do a lot of off-season stuff together. Yeah. They mentioned that during World Juniors. If they um, truly tank for Bedard, bring him in can have his little trio so this wasn't on the thread either but this reminds me a bit of how um clean costin uh when he found out he'd been traded to edmonton the first call he made was to his childhood friend dmitry samurokov and he said hi hey sammy i'm coming to town samurokov was the player going to the other way to st louis yeah that was that they were traded for each other yeah did he like he didn't know no he didn't know oh he didn't know. Oh, that's oh. so sad. Yeah. I know. And they weren't teammates. And they weren't teammates. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> oh my um, god. We're... But thinking of other teammate stuff, I am now thinking of this really funny quote that I saw from uh, Andre Kuzminko, where he said he was introduced to golf on Thursday by his Canucks teammates. And he was like, oh, I don't like, oh, it's very terrible. I don't understand guys to play six hours, seven hours. For me, two hours. Thank you. Finish, guys. Let's go. The fact that he held out for two hours is impressive. I know. I I know. I could never. No, I hate. I don't like golf. No, but. but We need more NHLers who don't like golf. We do. Give me all of them. But Puff, would you rather play golf or two pup? <laughs> uh, well, considering I can't skate, so I'll go with golf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my citizenship should be revoked. Well, that's 
Yeah. You don't like real maple syrup. You can't skate. I'm starting to doubt that you're even actually Canadian. No, I am don't, because don't I need, worry. We'll come back to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come back to that. But um, the Tupac saga is actually a little Blackhawks uh narrative. P- Puff actually is the one who brought this up, which was surprising to me because Puff doesn't usually go. I don't dislike them or anything, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, you don't dislike anything. them, but it's not like a team I associate with you. That's mostly yeah. yeah. No, I just thought it was so funny. Usually, usually it's just an eye coming with like, so this Blackhawks content. No, I love, I love, well, I like, I think all the time about strip shootouts, really. So I think, I, yeah, I think you're right. I do just like weird hockey games. Puff, Puff is entirely invested in the Blackhawks only because they have Jujar Kara. That too, the mm-hmm. most handsome man in the world. Wait, this is unrelated, but did you see that Michigan did a strip shootout? I did. I did see okay. that. I know you don't usually go in that channel. No, I literally, okay, so I, I like skim that channel to make sure everybody's behaving. And then I was like, I saw the word strip shootout and I like stopped. <laughs> Little college babies. No, uh, for the Tupac game. Uh, so it's, uh, they get like Tupacs and they're supposed to try and make a goal with their Tupacs. And, uh. Andreas Athanasiu uh, kind of broke the, the spirit of the game by firing them like um, one immediately after the other. Yeah. And uh, so then they, what happened is that they were, uh, it was under review. So he was given options of, he could either redo it. Um, sorry, no, wait, he, he, these were the two options he was given. Take the win, but accept a one-week suspension from participating. Or decline the win, but no suspension. Um, I, think... I love how official this is. I know, right? Well, it's Patrick Kane. I don't know who Patrick Kane takes this shit way too seriously. <laughs> um, and so then what they decided was that uh, he will have to do it over again the next time Arvid Soderblom is in goal. And if he scores on either of the two pucks, the win counts. If he doesn't, the win doesn't count. I don't know whatever happened from that. That was back on the 18th. We never got an update. No. Huh. Either should way, I, it's just so funny to, like, to me. Like at Charlie Roma, Romeo Latus, I'm not pronouncing that. Romeo, 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 Romeo. Do I need to like at him? Like, what was the result? Yeah, you what should. happened? <laughs> this is not a satisfying narrative. We need to know. The people need to know. The people need to know. Uh, what the people also need to know, uh, Jess, what was up with Anthony Stolarz and hot sauce or not hot sauce? I'm so disappointed by the whole outcome of this, but I was watching the Ducks game yesterday. I don't even remember who they were playing. Oh, it was the Sens. I think it was the Ducks-Sens game. Literally just talking about this. Yeah. Um, So we're watching this. I'm watching this game. Solars is a net, so they're, I think it was just like a media timeout or whatever. And her name's Allie, maybe. I don't remember her actual, her full name, if that's even right. But she's talking about Stolars and how apparently every game after warm-ups, he lathers his legs in hot sauce because he did it once when he was with the London Knights and he got a shutout at that game. And that is exactly how she phrased it. No, but how do you, I understand doing it after the first time, but how do you start that? Yeah. You know what well, I mean? so it makes more sense when you realize that she doesn't actually mean hot sauce. She calls it hot sauce, and apparently he also, like, the slang name for it is hot sauce. But it is, like, 
a medical like tiger bomb type. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what that I was, makes more sense. Yeah. That's not as much fun though. It's no. not. I was so disappointed. I was like, this is gonna be a full on Beyonce. I've got hot sauce in my, you know, like. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we did talk about goalies having uh, hot dogs in their pads, so I don't know. Maybe there's yeah. something to that. Right. I've got hot sauce in my pads. I got hot sauce in my pads. Um, but on the topic of hockey and food, we also have uh, Eric Holler and the Chicken Finger. Holla, Holla Nass. That's his name. That's his uh, immortal From name. On very angry Devils fans. And, well, kind of understandably, because they had three goals were called. I didn't watch it, oh, so yeah. I don't know the validity of any of those calls. Uh, but they were on yeah. what was it like a thirteen-game win streak? So I yeah, and they got snapped that game. Of that one, I mean, I mean, the amount of the amount of shit I've heard about Matt Murray and his posts miraculously coming off a couple times in other games, completely unrelated to the Leafs, has been people are salty. Uh, what were you saying, Jess? People always get mad at goalies for that kind of stuff, for that, yeah. for like whipping their masks off when they need to. But no, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I get why Devils fans were mad because, like, one, you've got all of these goal- goals called back and you haven't had one stick yet. And if they won that game, it would have set a new franchise record for their win streak at 14. So, mm-hmm. like, I-, I get it. But yeah, let's uh, maybe. Yeah, not no, I think they were throwing all food the ice. They were like throwing like full cans of beer. No, I remember there. Mitch Marner saying something about the full cans of beer and how dangerous yeah. that was. They had to like go off the ice. People were like, the, yeah, the does make more sense right back on to why. the dressing room. Yeah, but yeah, with it Eric Hollow, why they um, evacuated? Yeah, he said he was trying to get the fans to stop tossing things. Yeah, uh, he said I kind of tried to wave to stop, uh, but I think I got hit with a chicken finger during that time too. So whatever. <laughs> And and we were just all like joking about like please don't eat it if it's been on the ice that's not good. And I cannot stop thinking about when Curtis Lazar picked up a hamburger and ate it off the ice. Thankfully, it was wrapped. But this was back when um, uh, Hamon was the senator's yeah Hammond the and, Hamburglar yeah the Hamburglar. And so then like pe- somebody threw like one on the ice once, and then it started becoming a thing. And then after he got wins, people would like throw a bunch on the ice. And so once Curtis Lazar picked one up and took a bite out of it. And then he, he talked about it later when, like, recently, actually, because now he's on the Bruins. And uh, they were like, oh, we need to know the truth about this. And he's like, no, I didn't pick it up off the ice bear. It was wrapped. Um, it was yes, it bench. was gross. It was probably a few hours old. I took a bite out of it and immediately was like, why did I do that? And then I left it on the bench. <laughs> I love it. I love Curtis Cesar. That's such a good story. Do you know what else is a good story? Do tell. Nick Suzuki not wearing his own pants at the All-Star game. What? Yeah, this was like, how do I even describe this? Just elaborate. So this whole article, there was way more in it, but just the Nick Suzuki part. It talked about how when he went to the All-Star game in February, uh, he made it to Las Vegas, but his luggage did not. Um. But luckily, a tailor came to the rescue, giving him a pair of jeans that were tailor-made for somebody else, Sidney Crosby. Oh, yeah, you told us. So. He probably had a lot of room <laughs> in the trunk, huh? Either that or they fit perfectly, and we have been underestimating the body that Nick Suzuki has. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> like... I doubt it. 
<laughs> I doubt it. Uh, he did say that Sidney Crosby's quads were a little bit bigger, so the pants were a little bit baggy. But other than that, they fit pretty good. Uh, and he also thanked Sidney Crosby for the pants in person. Well, that could have been a new Dark- Dylan Larkin commercial. No, we are never over the Dylan Larkin commercial. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's this commercial where Dylan Larkin's like, I'm Dylan Larkin, and I've got a hockey ass. And then he starts talking about how, like, it's really hard to find formal pants that fit. And then, he like, he's, like, advertising this type of, like, somewhat stretchy formal pant. I don't remember exactly. It, 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 we don't remember the brand. We don't care about the brand. We care about Dylan Larkin talking about his hockey ass and his pants not fitting, like. Yeah, no, Jess is right. Squats totally, for 30 seconds yeah, it's totally him yeah. doing squats into the camera for like 30 seconds straight. Like, that's all you remember. There's so many close Why would you need to remember anything? <laughs> um, speaking of, of, of Red Wings players, this is like way off from Dylan Orkin, but uh, this was one of my favorite, like, ridiculous, funny uh, bits uh, on Twitter. So, um, uh, the Red Wings had to deal with some some injuries and some players not being able to play. So they had a couple of, of call-ups come up from their AHL team. And um, one of them was actually going to be in that night. It was Berggren. And, but apparently, you know, the, they talked to the coach and the coach asked the coach, like, does he know he's in? The coach is like, nah, nah, we haven't been able to reach him. You guys might know before he does, like, blah, blah, blah. So they asked this guy why he was unreachable and apparently he just hasn't been picking up his phone because he thought it was a spam call wasn't there a guy who did that after he was drafted maddie veneers yeah i don't know that he thought it was i don't know that he thought it was spam but like he did purposely ignore uh, the call from their gm and then um i know i saw recently that uh artemi panarin got kicked out of the rangers group chat because he bought a nokia phone because he wanted to try and quit doom scrolling so yeah, I applaud him. I could could no. never be me. No, I could not do that. I and then and then you have other hockey players who are way more involved in the social media site. Uh, like when we got the reveal <laughs> of the New Jersey Twitter admin. Yeah, it's Dougie Hamilton, guys. It's just, Dougie Hamilton. Uh, your comment about the teach teach how to teach him how to Dougie. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so, like, when it zooms in on him at the computer, he's, like, making a meme, um, and I don't remember exactly what it says, like, you've just been taught yeah. how to Dougie or something like that, uh, yeah. but it's so clever, so funny. Yeah. Like, like with that one and the schedule announcement that we talked about before, like, the Dougie Hamilton social content is amazing. Oh, it's top tier. It's never not corny, but it's never not good. Yeah, that's the thing is that he embraces the cringe. You can tell he's not afraid yeah. of embarrassing himself. And it like it works so that it's not embarrassing. Like he's done yeah. drag so many years for Halloween at like especially when he was with the Bruins, he did the children's hospital thing and I think yeah. he was Elsa. Mm. And like he just you can just tell that he just it doesn't bother him. And I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Uh something about another thing that someone who's embracing something so that they're not embarrassed is Carter Hart getting his ass handed to him by a child. <laughs> and this is actually actually really adorable um oh, it's so, so uh we've talked about kevin hayes and jimmy hayes before i'm sure uh jimmy passed away i think last year i think it's yeah. been it's August been at least over year. a year yeah yeah it's yeah. weird uh, i think it was jimmy's birthday recently i saw 
Hmm. Kevin mentioned it on Insta. But um, so Kevin is really close with uh, Jimmy's uh, p- partner and their kids. And Bo is like a mini, mini hockey fan. He's a mini Jimmy. He loves hockey. So the entire Flyers team was at their place, like playing, like, what is it? Ball hockey, street hockey with, with Bo in the basement. Mini sticks in the basement. Mini. And so you have literally like everyone like sitting on chairs outside of the little boards and you have uh, Bo just like throw in all kinds of shots at Carter Hart and Carter's like flopping about dramatically missing every puck. And then out of nowhere, like these guys start encouraging Bo to drop the gloves and he just starts wailing on Carter Hart. Like, <laughs> yeah. He I don't did know not what hesitate. To you, but did Carter Hart give you his bio steal? What why why would you <laughs> I love that he's got the glove tossed down? Like he Yo, like that was my favorite those part, things. He had obviously like practiced the glove toss, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he gets it. He knows the dramaticism, the importance. Yeah. But uh, and he wasn't even the only child who who got um violent. No, we have a uh small goon squad. We also yeah. have on the uh uh on the canes, um Jordan Stahl's kid, Henry Stahl, he uh put the hurt on Jack Drury, as the correct Caroline Hurricanes Twitter account put it. Yeah. Uh, which is very funny because you can see uh Henry Stahl kind of like whack at him a little with his stick, and then Jack Drury just like does like a full roll and like lays out on the ice. Like he's been massacred. Yes. Like, oh, he just no. barely touches him. It's like soccer oh, players so when someone glances past their shin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like I I tried how... to watch soccer this afternoon. It it didn't no. Yeah, you know how Sidney Crosby has a bunch of Emmys? I think Jack Dury should win an Emmy just for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you have a segue into another child, kind of. Okay. Oh, I thought you were gonna go to the Is it, the is it Cole Caulfield? Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your favorite child, Jess? Well, maybe not your is he your favorite favorite? He's he's up there. Uh we're mad at Cole Caulfield right now. So are you talking about <sighs> Flaftovsky? Or why are we mad at him? Uh, because I took a sign to that Columbus. Oh, I forgot oh, about yeah, this. No, we're, we're, we're definitely still mad at him. <laughs> Sorry, and I forgot he about the grudge. Skated in front of me all of warm-ups and did not toss me a puck. Tears. It's fine. Cold-hearted. I'm an adult. I don't need one. He's going to get coal for Christmas. Yeah. He better. Puff. No, well, because you just brought those coal candy, didn't you? I did. I didn't end up sure, taking them so in. You're so subtle. You're so subtle right now. <laughs> well, like, no, I was I'm... in your DMs making a cold joke literally yesterday. I know, but I was actually just meaning the the candy yeah, she brought. I know. I was afraid they wouldn't let me bring them in, so I didn't actually take them into the game. Oh, I thought you had. No, I but, chickened um, out. Before we get like wildly off track. Uh, we have another Habs thing. We have we have Habs things. Um. You wanted to talk about Slavkovsky. Yeah, so they asked that um did he gain weight or he lost no, weight? No, he he he, he, lost he apparently height, like lost weight and got a little smaller or something like his stats were different than they said they were. Yeah, no, and it, he was it, like since, I'm getting sm- Since the draft his stats have changed so that he's gotten an inch shorter and 10 pounds lighter. And then at this yeah. rate you'll finish the season at 58170. <laughs> And, and then he said, I'll look like Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Which is perfect. Like, yes. I want to take that as confirmation that Cole Caulfield is not actually 
five nine or five ten, whatever his Cole official height is, is listed not at. Cole Caulfield is maybe five seven and a half. Flaff just outed his actual. Put him next height. to Alex Rinkett. We'll see. It was really um, funny at that game to see him. So Cole Caulfield, who is I don't know five. What's his official height? <laughs> his lies. Lies. All I okay, so his life. official height on the NHL site is 5'7", 162 pounds. So him next to the Blue Jackets, Trey Fix Wolanski, who is also 5'7", but 190 pounds. It was very interesting to see them like on the ice together because TFW is just like a thick boy, but the same height. Um, I think we have another piece of Habs content, but I, I unfortunately yeah. didn't watch this one. It's uh, something uh, about the Canadians win weirdest question, but I didn't I didn't watch this. So Puff, if I was to ask you, what, uh, what is your favorite chemical element from the periodic table? Would you have an answer? Uh, no, <laughs> because the Habs did. Probably one of the halogens. Like, I don't remember that much about the periodic table. I haven't taken, like, actual science classes in, like, almost 20 years. I could maybe name the basics of the basics. But, yeah, they posted a video and asked the players what their favorite chemical element is. Which is definitely not one that I've seen before. They had some, like, interesting answers. They had some pretty weird basic answers, but... I wonder if they had them review before they asked maybe like okay. hey or if you didn't know table. have a look at this before your interview why why do i need to look at the? <laughs> just look at it yeah or if when they said oh i don't know any of the elements they were like they like paused and then they like showed it to them yeah i don't, I don't know if it's if it's a thing for all of you but for me puff's audio and her video are like wildly different oh, my, yeah. my video is super delayed yeah so yeah, it's really thinking... weird to hear you say something and then 10 seconds later see you <laughs> Wait, see you I'm, I'm going to turn my camera off and then on and hopefully that'll help. Have I noticed it happened, it, last time, it happened last time too, but this time it's like a four mm-hmm. second delay. Yeah, I think that's better now. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. you're there you go. Normal, normal, okay. as normal as you get now. No, it doesn't look like you're throwing your voice or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually McGee. <laughs> The dog Talented. is running the dog is running the podcast now. Yes. Right. Yeah, I have no idea how to do this seg. Not gonna lie. No, I got nothing. I was like, how do I get from dog to penguin? They're both animals. Yeah, that's that's how far <laughs> that's as far as I got, and then I was just nope. So um we're we're still on our little social media segment. Um, the Pens actually, um, I think this was like a two-one overtime win for the Pens. Like, um, I described it as the Pens nearly got goalied by uh, this guy. This guy. Yeah. So the, this was uh, Evgeny Malkin's one thousandth game at the Flames. Um, so I believe he did win it in the shootout. Um, it wouldn't have been his actual thousandth game, but probably the celebration. Oh no, no, wait. It, it was uh, so the what the Pittsburgh Penguins Twitter said when they were showing the three stars was, uh, so the first star was Evgeny Malkin, and it was a thousand and one games for Gino, and then the second star yeah. was Tristan Jerry, and that was one hundred wins for Jerry, and then the third star was Dan Vladder, Dan Vladder, and then they Vladar. said, and this guy, and this guy, 
and, and to which I to which I have to say, Flames, please do better. I just apparently Dan Vladar had like a initially had a nine sixty save percentage over his past two three games, and the Flames still lost. Yeah. Ouch. Does that do mean better. he gets a knife? I mean, he didn't get the amount of shots against him that would require a knife, but the amount of save, like the amount of crazy saves he was making last night, I was like, yeah, he gets a knife anyway. The rule okay, is. If, as a goalie, you make over 40 saves and you still lose, you get a knife. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he asks really nicely, Carter Hart will let him borrow the baseball bat. <laughs> I, th- I think I think Darth Vladar has a lightsaber for just this occasion. Nice. Scary. Well, in happier news, well, I guess that wasn't unhappy, but, you know, that was a little threatening. <laughs> a, little, um, a little more violent. <laughs> yeah, in uh, less violent news, we have the NHL is working with the Trevor Project, which is really nice. Yeah. I initially was like, oh, I should do this like a little representation station type of thing, mm-hmm. but we don't have anything else for that. So it's just <laughs> going to be, it's just going to be this. And it's it's good because, and honestly, especially at a time where especially the trans community is uh, dealing with a lot of violence and hatred and seeing the official NHL Twitter account post about it, seeing them specifically say trans identity is real in the comments mm-hmm. like specifically going after transphobic rhetoric in the comments like that means a lot that is important that is that is good work that the nhl is doing and yeah i hope they so, do more of it if you're not familiar with what the trevor project is it's a uh, american nonprofit organization that's focused on suicide prevention uh, among lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer and questioning youth uh they have uh, a toll-free phone telephone number and other what's the word other resources basically yes other resources available um if you on the unlikely chance that you are a queer youth who is struggling listening to this podcast i would highly recommend uh reaching out if you're in the u.s yeah and if you're if you're an adult and you have some spare money i highly encourage donating to them they are a great organization and uh, the nhl is donating to them so they are supporting them financially so that's good yeah we just I like we just, it. We 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 just want to you know also encourage when the NHL does good things. Um, a, a couple of NHL stats before we go to our little non-NHL segment we have for you to this time. Um, this is an uh, Iris's Blorbos are amazing section. Um, <laughs> that is really what it is, isn't it? It is. It's so it's it's typical. Um, so uh, we have uh Ottawa Senators legend Jake Sanderson. Uh, who uh, scored his first career goal, which is awesome as a defenseman. That's, you know, it it doesn't always happen right away. He had like 10 assists before he had a goal. Um, But uh, he is also the first Montana-born skater to score a goal in the NHL, which is a weird and cool cool stat. He should link up with um, Hank Green because Hank Green lives in Montana now. Yeah. It's like, hey, Hank Green, become a sense. No, he he doesn't have the amount of money that would help Ryan Reynolds. No, never mind. (laughs) Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) But he could be a fan. He could be a fan. I can't remember Um, who it was now, but I swear that there, I saw recently that there was like a Texas or Florida-born guy who was on one of the Texas or Florida teams, and he no, it was California. It was um that hat trick for. I think one of the Kings players got a hat trick and he was the first California born player to have a hat trick for a California based team. 
That was it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna look up his name. Just give me a second. I always love the the weird stats that they yeah, come up it's with. So that... weird. <laughs> Some of these stats are like the first person first person named Jack born before. <laughs> I was like, come on. Like they're so niche that only one person could ever yeah. like be yeah. that stat. But I, I love yeah. it. But but and and sometimes you have stats that aren't niche that are just fucking impressive. Um, so, um, we have had some incredible defensemen in NHL history. We recently lost a very impressive defenseman in NHL history in Borea Salming. Yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, his tribute in our last episode. Um, um did you see and- that William Nylander got, like, uh, he matched his record? Yeah, on that, on on the night they did the tribute, tribute mm-hmm. and he, he said it, like, this one's for, this one was for Borea. And they yeah. won that one, which was was really nice. But sorry, we, I don't had... know if that's where you were going with that. Or... No, but the, I I did want to want to at least mention that uh, because we've had some really impressive defensemen in mm-hmm. NHL history. Um, and one of these impressive defensemen who is currently still playing, and that's Kill McCarr. Because in all of NHL history, there hasn't been a single defenseman who's gotten to 200 points faster than Kill McCarr. Kill McCarr is the only NHL defenseman to get to 200 career points before his 200th career game. That's over <laughs> a point per game as a defenseman in his first 200 games. That is ridiculous and impressive. And he basically called it a team effort. Although, uh, ladies Devin and gentlemen, Tate Kale McCarr was like, <laughs> I, lo- I love the response on social media from his teammates. Like, Devin, Devin, Devin Taves Devon, was like, Devon Taves, yeah. Uh, Devon Taves, sorry, was like, uh, like showed it in his Instagram story and he was like, is this good? Yeah, <laughs> they were all like fucking chirping him. It's funny, yeah. but he is so humble, so modest. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have been able to do this without my great teammates." And yeah. Oh, I think it was Trevor Moore. Yeah, no, I remember this. He scored oh, it was against Trevor Moore. Yeah, yeah he had. Mm. I believe he had a uh, had that hat trick against the Oilers. So, oh yeah, sorry um, about it. That's why I remember hearing that stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, mm. the Oilers actually, you know, played very well in the third period of last night's game. <laughs> yeah, and only the third period. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they were reversed Panthers because the Panthers played really well and then screwed it up, and then the Oilers were like, "We're down three nothing." Well, no, they were down one nothing. Then no, they were they down were... two nothing, yeah. and then the goal wasn't al- was disallowed, and then they were down two nothing again, and the goal was disallowed, and then they were really down two nothing and three nothing, and then they scored four in a row to win it four three in regulation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dang. And we have yeah. Dylan Holloway's first NHL goal. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood. I saw that. Yeah, no, um, they asked Leon Seidel about it, and they were like, oh, so, like, were you guys happy for him? And he's like, yeah, we were really happy for him, but I told him, like, one goal does not a career make, so you're going to have to make more. <laughs> and then he posted on his Insta story, it was, like, first of many kid or something. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. Aww, that's, he, that's just how he chirps. Well, we know that uh, Connor Medard is not struggling to score. Oh, yeah, that's also a good one. I was I was going to go for another first career goal. But this is this is excellent, yeah. Um, welcome to yeah. our non-NHL hockey segment where we talk about Connor Bedard for ten minutes because he is ridiculous. Like oh, I was, we were going. Insane. I was going through this thread and it was just literally like five, six messages about like, and then Connor Bedard did this, and then Connor Bedard did this. Did he score another hat trick last night while I was making this script? Yes, he did. Like, I keep finding more stats about him that are absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, they shouldn't be possible for a 17-year-old. No, he's insane. Um, but to start, 
the first before we get into like the actual insane yep. things um whl officials are seeing the highest ticket sales they are selling out arenas all across the whl basically because, because of, of Connor Bedard. Uh, so they have his team isn't even very good no they're not they're so bad um what was crazy though and so like he got a hat trick last night somebody else on his team got four goals yeah wow so they've got another they I think he's a 16 year old kid uh I don't remember his name but he is also maybe one to look at um but he's not he's not Connor Bedard who is really Jesus no one like it's it's the selling out the the arenas and then it's just like oh this is a highlight and there was a I think it was the Winnipeg Ice or something and you can just like see yes. he he just walks through this entire team like full on Connor McDavid style and you can just see like the blue screening that's going on in the Winnipeg Ice guys afterwards just like did he just did he could he is that real did that really just happen like that look on their faces was really. Uh. It, that made that yeah and that and happened then, 10 seconds into the game so i feel like yeah. part of the like the like, look or like the feeling is like rule. oh my god we have to deal with you know almost 60 more we ha- minutes we have of 59 this. more minutes of this but and and then like we we were already going to talk about this and then um last night um apparently he's gotten to 100 games in the whl mm-hmm. and then i saw his stat line for his first hundred games in the WHL as a fifteen to seventeen year old, yeah, how eighty two goals, ninety five assists, one hundred and seventy seven points, five hundred and thirty nine shots. Holy shit! Yeah, and he's this, also this, as as a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old playing against guys who were nineteen, twenty years old. He's also the first WHL player since Brendan Shinneman to record 20 game point streaks in back-to-back seasons. Oh. Damn. So. It just, it just. Like, insane. He has a better point per game ratio than the first 100 games that Connor McDavid played in the OHL. Like his points per game is higher than yeah. Connor McDavid's was. That's. Ah. Um, yeah. So tank for Bedard, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would tank I for Bernard right now. Like, no, I, I don't know how I do it, but wasn't there a tweet showing a highlight of him that had that was hashtagged tank for Bedard? Yeah, I yeah, that. yeah, and and I can't blame them really. No, um, yeah, like we're aware hockey is a team sport, but guys like that make you go, is it though? <laughs> no, but like it's the same thing. Like, um, th- th- guys like that can just will a goal. Mm-hmm. There, there's that Connor, Mc, Connor McDavid goal against the Hurricanes, and the team was now like six, four one. I don't know. And he's just like he wills his way through the entire Hurricanes team and scores a goal. And yeah, the team is still behind, but he can just do that. And yeah. like the psychological damage that does to the opposing team, where you're like, if he can just do that, what's going to stop him from doing it again? Like between him and Adam Fantilli, who doesn't really have any like fun stats to talk about, since he was um, part of the Umish sick bug going around the last couple yeah. weeks, oh, that's and then like combined with the other guys who are slated to go like top 10 in this next draft this draft is i have never been excited this excited for a draft like 
Well, Someday. you guys were around for 2015. You think the 2015 was draft well, was good. Yeah. Exactly. If you think the 2015 think... draft was good, in the words of whatever part of the Hamilton musical that was, just you wait. <laughs> if we ever get to a point where we have uh, an episode where we don't have a lot of content, we'll have to go over some of the other prospects because there are a lot. there's a lot of deep talent in there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. very exciting. And No, but and... like... Sorry. No, but like the... I just the 2015 draft was also shockingly deep. Like I remember Sebastian Aho of the Carolina Hurricanes. He went second in the second round. round. Yeah. Like that. I like what the heck. <laughs> yeah, and and the Bruins had like three first round picks in a row and still ma- didn't manage to draft a generational talent at that point. It was, like, yeah. it was really Bruins fans were really salty about that draft. Like, um, but um, yeah, no, it just yeah. it reminds me of the 2015 draft yeah. quite a bit. I'm not saying one was better, because we don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know and we won't. But uh, speaking of some some more young young prospects and players, uh, Shane Wright got sent down to the AHL. Um, I am kind of I like the Kraken really purposefully scratched them an X number of times so that they could send them down to the AHL on a conditioning loan. That conditioning loan is going to last until World Juniors. I don't know what they're going to do after. It just feels really iffy and planned. But in the meantime, Shane Wright has his first AHL uh, goal. He now has four goals in three games. And who's surprised? No, literally one. no one. I. I get the issue with him and that it is a weird thing where you can't actually send him to the AHL to play outside of a conditioning loan. He has to go back to, uh, is it the CHL or the OHL, whichever one he played in. Um, uh, the CHL is the overarching and then the yeah. OHL is uh, like yeah. under the CHL yeah. umbrella. Um, but that so applies like to all it. players in the CHL that if they get sent down, they don't go to the AHL. They go to back to the CHL. Yeah. It is very dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But also, if he's dominating the AHL like that right away, why sh- why can't he play in the NHL? That's that's just my... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're different leagues. He yeah, played sure, in the but... NHL and he didn't put up numbers yeah. like that. Yeah, but he also played he's on the not... line for six minutes a night, so... I don't know. I mean, he's not ready for the NHL and you don't want him out there with the top line guys. I think yeah. you don't want to risk him getting hurt. You don't want to also, like, risk, you know, ruining his confidence by, I mean, I don't want to see him out there against Connor McDavid, who, I mean, that's not good for him. Yeah, you you don't want him to feel like Jack Hughes did in his first year. Exactly. But then also, like, just having him sit as a healthy scratch for a dozen games pretty much is also not going to do very much for his confidence. I don't know. I, I... dislike the way they handled that but i think we've been recording for way too long for me to have a whole speech about that and and we should i talk- think if him being in the a-, a if him being in the ahl had been an option i think that would have been perfect for him yeah and they really need to fix it but but then in the ahl he's going to be up against um players like thomas bordlow who got a natty hattie Good old boards, which is good. He had been, he started out the season with the Barracuda, like top line center. Yeah. Slowly dropped to like third, fourth line most nights. 
Uh, what is he's back up at the top now. A natural hat trick is like third oh, a natural hat consecutive. Trick. I thought it was like one of those things, like uh, like a like a you know how they do like the chicken McNugget minute or whatever for yeah, <laughs> yeah. teams. I thought it was something like that. Like I thought it was like it a was, natty no. light hat trick, and yeah. I was like, is this a specific thing? No. Yeah. Uh, according I to the like, Avs feed last night, a Josh Manson hat trick is um, a goal, an assist, and three minor penalties in the same period. <laughs> You know, Natty Light should look at sponsoring a natural hat trick thing. Like, yeah. I don't know what it's it actually be. very intelligent. And NHL, listen to us. We have a yeah, we have a sponsorship idea. Your marketing. Yeah. So, yeah, I was happy for him. Yeah, he is. He's been kind of he up and down. Nice things. In this but season. are you happier for him or for the USA women? Mm, probably for the women. That's fair. <laughs> this this is when when the. Uh, podcast episode devolves into an all-out brawl between usa and canada might not be a real canadian but when it comes to hockey no that's not our style i can't physically touch jess so i'm not gonna brawl her i'm just gonna be <laughs> extremely passive aggressive that's the, what the canadian way should we uh, let them all in i apologize for it later, because that is also the canadian way <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll let them know what we're talking about. So it's the women's rivalry series, which is basically the uh, women's uh, U.S. team and the women's Canadian team just play each other a bunch. Uh, so far, amazing. Canada has been losing. How do you feel about that, Puff? I don't love it, but I also haven't been watching, so I feel like it's hypocritical <laughs> to be like, how dare they lose when I'm not even watching the game? Yes, but you said you were going to commit to the bit, Puff. Well, I don't like that just has something over me. I mean, we're on even ground in that I also did not watch this game or any of the recent ones. So, okay. <laughs> they were all I was I felt so bad cuz they were some of them were on at really like European friendly times, but then they were always on at like a time where I was either not around or already watching something else or and I wanted to because yeah. like, hey, there's a golden stick for Hillary Knight who has like the record you know, we talked about this before, her record most points at Worlds. Mm. And and we love Hillary Knight. And, you know, I want to be watching these, but, like, also it, it wasn't advertised to me nearly as well as yeah, the No, I didn't NHL know about games. it until it was, like, right about to start. My subscription doesn't cover outside of NHL games, except I do sometimes mm. get, like, European leagues, but I didn't get this. Uh, thankfully, despite the poor advertising, they had record-breaking attendance. Yeah, that's awesome. Crazy, like in, half half of Seattle was at, it was in Seattle. Half of Seattle yeah. was at it's like it's crazy. They had higher attendance than I feel like what Buffalo had average last year. So yeah, wow, good for them. Yeah, not a, a um, total dig at Buffalo. I love the Sabers. Don't tell any of my other teams. <laughs> <laughs> she she says because she's going to Sabres versus Blue Jackets. Oh, that wasn't even what I was getting at, but sure, you can go with that. <laughs> I mean, I I thought this was a nice uh a nice way to work towards our our final segment of the games we're looking forward to because we've been talking for like I think almost 2 hours, so, you know. Yeah. Has it really been that long? Yes. Yeah, we started at about well, we, Craig started up at, at a quarter to 2, but then I did go to the washroom, so I don't know. No, wait, that was before Craig started up. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, it's been almost two hours. It's at Crazy. least an hour and a half, yeah. So yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. You're the one who has to edit this, yes. I know. No, but uh, yeah, you were talking about the Sabres, and you're going to go to uh, Sabres Blue Jackets. 
Yeah. So not this coming week, um, but next week. So actually after this gets posted, um, I will be going to the Sabres at the Blue Jackets take two. I went to the preseason game and was thoroughly disappointed that there was no Dylan Cousins and no Owen Power. And I don't want to, I'm just going to not say anything else about that. Um, but it should be the Kent Johnson Owen Power friendship reunion. I'm very excited. Knock on wood. Hockey guys. Don't jinx just, it, Jess. You've jinxed give enough. Give me this one thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm also taking my mom with me, who has never been to an NHL game. Uh, I have not told her about the cannon yet. I will. Don't worry. I thought you had to. But tell her when she's already there. Like, when you're already in Columbus. And my plan is to tell her in the car on the way there. That way she, like, can't back down. And it's still early enough that she has some warning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good (laughs) one. Like, but like when you're past the halfway point to Columbus, like when it's too much work to turn around. When I'm in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, I yeah. will break the news. Exactly. I wonder if Brendan Lemieux plans on biting again. Do you think he can like send a notice like that so that they're? Prepared? I don't know, but if if he does, <laughs> that the um Sens and and Kings are playing each other in five hours, so I hope he's already sent that notice. Five oh. hours? I can't do math. On your on your write up, it says, "Oh, wait, tonight and December 6th. Okay. Yeah. Oh. They're going to be playing each other twice in the next couple of weeks. And if I don't, I, I have not been is this watching the, the first Kings. time. Is this the first time I, I, since the bite? I think it might be the first time since the biting incident. Either way, I know the Brady frustrated with how the season's been going, so I'm sure you know. Yeah, this this could be interesting. It could be nothing at all, but it could be interesting. I'm here for the narratives. You all know this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of narratives, um, speaking of Sens narratives, so um, the Sens and the Haps are going to be playing each other again. So uh, let's see um, how dramatic <laughs> Jimmy Stu. Oh boy! <laughs> like last year, the whole discussion about uh, Brendan Gallagher. Saying that uh, Tim Schistel dies, blah 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 blah. Um, I don't think he dives. I just think he's very dramatic about pe- taking or drawing a penalty. He's just he's just like that. But um, he gets booed every time he touches the puck uh, when he, when they play Montreal. So uh, that's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to and dreading that game, which is on uh, uh, Wednesday, December fourteenth. It's going to be. After we record next time, but uh, before our next episode after this one is released, so I figured I'd put it in here. And then I have one one more game I put on my list is um, Johnny Hockey Faces the Flames. Oh, nice. I like I like these narratives of like teams facing their former <laughs> team. I was like, when does Alex the Brinket play the Blackhawks again? Because I know he's gonna get like a dick trick that game, but that's not until like February. So, well. Matthew Kachuk plays the Oilers tomorrow, so I wonder how that. And then go. Calgary the day after. Yeah, the, I think we talked about that the last. We talked two about episodes. that before. I didn't want to mention it again, but yeah, you did it for me. Well, um, yeah, we keep thinking no, but, it's going to be closer than it is. Yeah, like time is time is exceedingly weird. Like w- mm-hmm. we record this now, and then in in two weeks we'll record, and then the episode after that is basically around Christmas, and then we'll have World Juniors again, won't we? Yeah, by the it's time actually, we record oh, next time, um, 
camp should be starting. Yeah. So, so we, we we're have getting there. some precious babies content again. Do you know what I'm really excited about? What? We're going to get Connor Bedard and Adam Fantilli on a line together. Ooh. Let me tell you that right now. Be like, yeah. I am it's basically breaking. McDavid and Eichel at the World Cup on the line together. No, we'll have lots of uh, World Juniors things. I'm very excited, even though the U.S. team's going to suck. Um, so I'll be Team Canada for one and one time <gasps> only. One or over. You have Connor Bedard to thank for that. Yeah, I didn't do shit. <laughs> Take the credit. Oh, that's not the Canadian way. Never mind. That's <laughs> Maybe we can come up with some fun ideas for World, World Juniors stuff, too. I don't know what that means, but... Oh, God. Are we going to have to do another goal song game? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Are we going to make Puff do goal songs again? Because I kind of want to. (laughs) I don't know if any... Depending on how good the songs are, not going to lie. I'll do it if anyone listening enjoyed it. I don't know if it was fun for them, because all they hear is me going... (laughs) I I listened to it, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like I listened to it after we recorded it. Well, you like, guys enjoyed it, but that's because you could physically see what the song was. <laughs> I don't know if you even don't... like. I listened to it weeks later when I'd already forgotten what the song was, and it was uh, still funny. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll listeners, we'll please let us know if you would like to do like us to torture Puff again with uh, random goal songs when World Juniors comes around, um, or just as a regular NHL teams goal songs game. I don't know. Uh, We'll figure it out. Uh, or if you would like to contact us about anything else, you can email us at oh my god, they were teammates at gmail.com or reach out to us on our Twitter, omgtwtpod. We have a TikTok, uh, which uh, Jess is running. Uh, we have an actual TikTok on there already, which is awesome. Uh, she says, Did You say our Gmail more. was oh my god, they were teammates because it's just omg. Oh, it's they omg, were they were teammates. Okay. My bad. Just. Check Come it. talk to me on Twitter, though. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Come talk to all of us on Twitter. Yeah, Iris and I also have separate Twitters, though I do yeah. not remember what my handle is at this moment. <laughs> uh, Puff OMG TWT or something. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's Puff OMG TWT. Yeah. So if you yeah, want to talk is, to me specifically. I think Iris OMG TWT, so. Uh, yeah, we, we hang out there. Mostly I just uh, like stuff and, and tweet at beat reporters. Yeah, I don't use I don't it know. as much as I should. Yeah. But if you interact with us, we will. So that's, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, how we entice you to talk it to us. It would be the best Christmas gift to interact with us on Twitter. Truly. <laughs> truly. <laughs> uh, until then, um, this has been uh, Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will be back in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.